Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, the 26th of March in the year 2023. And I am in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it has been a very sunny day. And it is the last week of March. We are now approaching the last week of March. April starts next Saturday. Can you believe it? The, f- the first quarter of the year is finished. And this is an important thing because we are paying attention to, as I said in the last week, the most important week of the year. And so we were waiting for this. We've been talking about it a long time. And the last week presented us with big changes. And it is now, we're winding down March. We're moving into April. We were looking toward March for many months because we knew this would be significant. And it has been. Um, So as you know, there was a new moon on Tuesday. And this was at the spring equinox in the northern hemisphere, but it's the it's the March equinox, and that just sort of put a more powerful stamp of newness on the whole experience. Here in Costa Rica on Monday night, we had uh, a variety of earthquakes, <laughs> and they were pretty strong. They were like 5.3, 5.5, and I was standing in my kitchen cooking dinner, um, Monday evening, and I had the oven on, and I was standing in front of the oven, and then I felt a little woozy, like a little lightheaded, and I was leaning into the oven, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's just, it's hot outside, it's hot, I'm standing in front of a hot oven, um, maybe it's just, I'm just a little overheated, so I was drinking some water, and then somebody, I'm on two chats in my community, and one chat said, hey, did you feel that earthquake? <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's what it was. Okay, okay. And and we have a German family on one the one side, on the Dos Rios side. And they were like, wow, the windows were shaking. This is incredible. I don't think that the, in the year that they've been here, I don't think that they experienced that. <laughs> and so it's been a very um, interesting, interesting couple of days. That So that was the way my new moon the eve of the new moon started for me right after so I was sitting on the couch right after that you know I ate dinner I was sitting on the couch a couple hours later and then the house starts to shake and then I really knew it wasn't there wasn't a question it wasn't oh am I lightheaded is it too hot no there was no question it was an earthquake and so I'm sitting here and I'm like wow this tonight's a fun night guys and everybody's texting each other and stuff wow, wow I can't believe that wow that's weird oh wow people who aren't used to it were like whoa yeah that was strong and my one Capricorn friend next door says, I thought it was the cats. <laughs> he thought it was the cats because they're always on the roof or the raccoons. They're always on the roof and they're fighting and running and they, they run across the roof and you think that like there's an earthquake. But this was really an earthquake and not the cats. And so I thought this is the new moon. This is so much Aries energy. It's it's like the warrior energy, the shaking up of Mars. Mars is here and he's rattling the earth. And I'm th- thinking, wow, this is, this is um, okay. We're, we're beginning this new year astrologically in a, with a bang, with a bang. And then right after that, you know, a couple days later, we had Pluto changing signs from Capricorn to Aquarius. So that was another zero degrees. That was a new thing also, another zero degree thing. And so much about that, so much about that. First of all, in the days preceding that, 
I was having terrible trouble sleeping and I kept waking up around, I don't know, 4.30 in the morning and it's dark and the birds were loud. They were so loud and every morning I'm like, I'm waking up at the same time. I'm getting darkness and birds and this is the same thing every night. It was really kind of disturbing. And then my Capricorn neighbor, who has a lot of Capricorn, he's Capricorn with Capricorn rising and lots of planets in Capricorn, and he said to me, I've been having nightmares. I don't understand. I don't have nightmares. It's like, what is going on? Well, Pluto was leaving his sign and going into mine, and it was really quite a dramatic shift, I felt, because I had nightmares. I had strong dreams. I had, you know, Capric very obvious Capricorn Aquarius dreams, like people who I know are Capricorn, people I know who are Aquarius showing up in my sleep, and they were like on either side of me in my sleep, and I'm like, wow, this is this is intense. So, you know, that was part of it, and then I I had some experiences. So, you know. What I've been saying and what I'm telling people and what I'm experiencing is we're leaving one thing behind that's been going on for 15 years and we're starting something new. That in and of itself is enough to make your unconscious shake up, right? And so, you know, we think nothing of it. You know, people don't think anything of it. My Capricorn neighbor does not study astrology and he was talking to me and I'd say, I explained what was going on. And so he understood, but it's, the whole point of it was that his sign was really, it was just a big escort out of that sign. That energy was leaving and going someplace else. And I felt that, of course. And, and then once Pluto moved into Aquarius, then it was different. The energy was different. I knew it. I slept. Thursday night, I slept. You know, Friday night, I slept. You know, there were, it's been a new dynamic, the new paradigm, even though we're not waking up going, hey, it's a new paradigm the new dynamic is already with us. And I felt that strongly. But we're closing the door on 15 years ago. And these banks that are closing, and I said this a couple weeks ago with the banks closing and all that, that the, you know, the paradigm of that Pluto going into Capricorn 15 years ago, 2008, when it was very dramatic around the finance markets. And we're seeing sort of a similar energy happening with the finance markets. And that's part of Pluto leaving Capricorn. And so it is in your own life and my life. And it's profound because I'll be raw and real. 2008 was a very difficult year for me, not just because Pluto changed signs, but I lost both my parents and I lost a very dear girlfriend from the astrology community. And this all happened within the last six months of the year. Now, I knew I was losing my mother because she had been sick for a while. But when, <laughs> and this is a whole other thing, you know, when people die and then we're having this paradigm shift, you are, you're having a big release. It's, it's over. Something's over, really over. And when that happens, you are thrust into the new paradigm in like a major, major way. So like if you lose a parent at a time when Pluto's changing signs, you are going to feel that in a, it's going to have reverberations. And I will tell the truth in my life, I saw what death always brings chaos on some level. Some people are okay. Their parents die. They're like, okay, we know we're expecting it. And 
we just we're in a better place now okay we're happier she's he or she whatever parent is um you know if it's a parent they're in a better place they're out of misery they're not suffering but this is and this is a big but when someone passes and there is chaos and it's what my teacher called death anxiety and for you know Anytime you're going to have someone leave, there's going to be death anxiety. When there's planetary changes, such as a planet leaving a sign like this big time, and someone dies, and it's the totally the end of an era in your life, and, and it's the end of an era, and you are beginning a new era, but there's double anxieties because you get your mother, your father, someone close to you passing away, and... and that's enough, and then this Pluto changing signs is a deep thing. So I watched so much chaos and so much craziness happen around me at that time, and I realized, you know, so much about this is about what our legacy is and how we leave things when we pass. And it is so important, so important for us to have self-awareness and do work on ourselves. And, you know, this came to me this week, so much came to me in this past week. When we leave our life and it's an emotional shambles, it may look very neat on the surface. My mother did not leave things, you know, messy for like as far as, you know, all sorts of, you know, she didn't have anything. So there was no estate issues and all that stuff. But, oh my God, the emotional patterns that arose during that time were really, really complicated. And I had some very strong emotions about the wrongness of what happened back then. And I sorted a big piece of that out this week. And I can't believe it's took me 15 years to sort this out, but it was very wrong. And I was um, I watched myself go through what I call a German New Medicine, Dr. Hammer conflict resolution, and therefore had a bit of a physical reaction to it. And I watched myself, but I closed a door on 15 years ago. And that's what all of us have been doing, closing a door on 15 years ago. So even if you've been living with something emotionally that started back in 2008, there's a lot that has been removed and is closing right now. And there may still be layers to close over the next year and a half as Pluto makes this transition. But what I'm saying is if we live our emotional life cleanly and we clean up the emotional baggage around us and we leave a clean legacy, then we're doing okay. And our, our whoever's left with the legacy, the grandchildren, the children, the whoever, they are holding, they are not holding all this baggage, but I watched all of this surface in my life, in my family, and, you know, this is why it pays to do work on yourself, because your past, this is ancestry, we study ancestry, and it's important to clean up your ancestral energies from your life, from your ancestry, from your family, and, I mean, I believe in a lot of things, you know, past lives and stuff too, but there's so much to clear up that happened generations ago that it's really important to make sure that when you go, you've looked in the corners of your life, you've left with squeaky clean energy and you are moving forward, you know, 
into the new, you know, you're, if you're leaving the earth and you're going someplace else, that everything is settled when you leave. And especially if you have kids, especially if you have grandchildren, especially anything. It's so important because we are, we are human beings with lots of emotions and lots of experiences, and we have to, we have to do the work. I just don't think, you know, my mother's generation didn't know this. Of course not. They couldn't consciously be responsible for those things. This was not something that she understood or they did. This came later. And it's so helpful to clean up your emotional life. It's so helpful to clear those decks. It makes all the difference in your life. And you want to live a life and have the things you want, relationships, satisfying experiences with work and people. And you want to clean up your emotional life so that you can have those wonderful, satisfying, beautiful experiences. Life's a gift. And I posted this on Instagram today. Life is a gift. Let's enjoy it. Let's have beautiful experiences. There's work to do, yes. And if you clean up your corners of your life emotionally, you're going to walk forward happier. And it makes so much more sense that way than to just leave an emotional mess because it really affects the people around you and it really affects you and your life. So important to do this work. So important to have a regular practice of working on yourself, whatever that entails, as long as you feel cleansed and clear and satisfied afterwards. And that's what's so important. And when Pluto leaves a sign, we are cleaning up the 15 years or however many years it was in that sign. And we're leaving behind everything that no longer serves us and gives us a new, we have a new fresh paradigm. I felt the difference immediately, but I'm going to feel the difference. You know, many, many people aren't that sensitive and they weren't feeling the difference from Wednesday to Thursday. I definitely felt it. And I was relieved, relieved. And it's interesting because my astrology teacher, my former uh, advanced astrology teacher, Michael Luton, I looked at his Facebook page the other day and he says, when Pluto goes back into Capricorn, which will be later this year and then very late next year, um, he says, it's going to have that you know, the notion of pandemic, like Pluto and Capricorn, what are we going to remember from these years? The pandemic, you know, when, um, Pluto was in Sag, it was 9-11, you know, it's always when it's what gets together with Saturn, Saturn and Pluto opposition in 2001 was 9-11, Saturn and Pluto conjunction, 2020 pandemic. And when Pluto steps back into that, there is, and it will later this year in June, and, you know, we'll have the rest of the year Pluto back in Capricorn, and it's giving us the opportunity to really clean the decks and really clean up our life and whatever leftovers from 2008 we have to do in those years, it's important to do that while Pluto's getting finishing up with Capricorn. And so that's why my neighbor was having nightmares. That's why I wasn't sleeping. That's why many people were having a big shift this week and, you know, nightmares, things, stuff that they didn't recognize. It comes up, the unconscious of our lives, the subconscious, it surfaces up in our life. And if you can work with it and clear it and make room for the new, that's, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. Open your heart to the new place. That's what's really, really, really important. Yeah. And as Pluto entered Aquarius, I already heard stories of like independence. (laughs) 
I was listening to my friend talk the other day about something that happened here, and she was saying, you know, my husband doesn't really want me to get involved in that and blah, blah, blah. But she was already involved. She was involved, and he didn't want her to do anything about having been involved. And I thought to myself, it's not up to him. He wasn't there when this happened. She, it's up to her. And to me, that's the line between independence and, and you know, dependence and those things. In her independent self, and I said to her, if that were me, and that situation happened to me, you'd bet I'd take the step that I was telling her to take, and he didn't want her to take. And it wasn't that she was being dishonest or anything like that, not, not at all. It was just like an extra measure of security in the situation. And to me, you know, I'm an Aquarius, and I have not been in a marriage for 30-something years, and I wasn't relationship for 30-something years, married for like 20-something years or whatever. Um, there, to me, that says, you know, it's, it's immediately not independent, and, but that's, I'm an Aquarius, and Pluto went into Aquarius, I'm like, I'm looking at this as a matter of dependence, and, and she's not dependent on him. But it, she approached it from being a unit with him, whereas I would approach it from being independent. And to me, that's the Pluto and Aquarius. It's like a new level of independence that we all need to learn. And, and I did not say anything. It's not my business, not my place. But I didn't say, are you crazy? It's your decision, not his. You know, I could have said that, but I didn't because maybe she wasn't feeling the independence the way I was once Pluto went into Aquarius. And she was like, she was, you know, talking to me about these things. So um, it was, I think, a deep shift. We're now in this new feeling, this new aroma in our lives, and I feel better having made that shift. It's always better to get over the hump. It's never better to stay circling and circling in something. We got to take that leap like the fool in the tarot. You know, we have to take that leap. And then... Saturday, yesterday, Mars entered Cancer, and that was another zero degree, so it was another new beginning after Mars has been in this place of Gemini for seven months, which it doesn't do, and so that happened yesterday morning, and I felt different with that, but boy, it's been busy. Yesterday and today were really busy, and I didn't expect that from Mars and Cancer. Um, I expected more. I flowed with everything, you know, but I really expected... Uh, things to calm down a little bit because Gemini is more of a frenetic sign. So Mars leaving Gemini behind and moving forward into Cancer for the first time, moving into a new sign since last August. This is this is a big deal too. So we had so much newness this week and there, we're in such a new perspective. But when I referred back to 2008 and the closing of some of those doors from my own life, I thought about it and I said, the universe, and I've said this before, the universe knows what it's doing. The universe knows what it's doing. We just have to like stay connected to ourselves, our hearts, and the universe. And then we're going to feel that energy to move forward, to stay back, to be balanced, all of these things. And it was so profound for me this week when I made peace with 2008 on a certain level, and I realized that the universe was acting in my favor all along. And I posted something the other day um, on Instagram about whether we realize it or not, you know, the universe really is. The universe knows what it's doing. It's leading us. There's no reason not to trust us, to trust it. You know, it's was so obvious to me that 
I got what I needed, and it I didn't think I did, but I really did, to close the door on something from 2008. So that was profound. That was profound. And that's what led to my German New Medicine conflict resolution. So <laughs> um, German New Medicine is a system I use. Um, it's really profound. It really relates all of our health issues um, to emotional stuff and what we close the door on emotionally and how that results in our, the body healing itself as a result. And, and um, so it's a fascinating system. Have a look online. And I, uh, so I have now this experience of closing doors and feeling good about moving forward. And here we are in a new week. And today we have this experience of Mercury and Chiron and sort of making peace again with our wounds again. But then Mercury moves to Jupiter tomorrow and tomorrow night, late, early Tuesday morning. So this is good because Mercury and Jupiter are friendly planets. Jupiter is always about abundance and fortune and awareness. And awareness is key right now because Mercury is about communication. It's about the mind. And if you can open up your mind right now, that's what Jupiter and Mercury want us to do, remain open-minded and open doors of communication and open doors of consciousness and open doors of awareness. And this is what Jupiter and Mercury are asking of us right now. It's really pretty good. So I like that. That's a good aspect. And Mercury is already with Jupiter. You know, it's exact in the wee hours Tuesday morning, but it's really positive and helpful and makes us reflect on things that we can become more friendly with in our own minds and consciousness. And it creates good dialogue with people too and good conversations. And uh, it's a great time to just expand your mind and open your mind. This week also we have Mars making a nice relationship to Saturn now that Mars is in Cancer and Saturn's in Pisces and it's all this watery flowing energy. So it's good to take action, right action in a flowing sense. You have the impetus and I was saying this on Instagram too because intuition is part of this Cancerian dialogue, any water sign. And with Mars there, we take Note of what our intuition, our gut feeling is, and then we take the action. And it's, are we in alignment with our gut? This allows us to take more aligned action. Even though it's not Mars's favorite place to be in the Zodiac with Cancer, but it's okay because this is a little more flowing and, and just softer, softer energy. And Mars's edges get softened as opposed to being so sharp and maybe a little sarcastic and Gemini, a little, a little sharp. And so Mars taking action is more coming from the gut, the intuition, the instinct that we're experiencing now. And then the same day, Thursday, that happens on Thursday, three in the afternoon, Eastern time. And then later, 6.30 or so, we're going to get Venus conjunct Uranus in Taurus, and that's lovely. Venus loves being in her own sign. She's really the goddess there, and she's experiencing herself as, you know, fully bloomed and fully um, expanded and connected to the earth in this beautiful way. And when she comes to meet with Uranus, there could be surprises. There could be out of the blue running into a friend. There could be excellent creativity that blossoms from this and connectedness to both Mother Earth and 
you know, creativity and ideas and, and good stuff like that. So that's a very lively, positive aspect happening on Thursday, 6.30 or so, 6.26 Eastern time. And then we move into, you know, the the weekend and as we get to Friday and all. And the uh, next week we have a full moon in Libra, but this coming week we are just in the second quarter with the moon in Cancer. And so the moon at that second quarter is going to touch Mars, and that'll be Tuesday. And this is all nice and new. You know, we were used to like Mars and the moon lining up in Gemini, and that was a little more frenetic. And this should be much more friendly, social. I just feel a calmer flow with Mars and Cancer. Just this nice, easy relating to one another and being present for each other and not getting frenetic. And there's not that frenetic energy that was Mars and Gemini for so long. Now it's a different dynamic. And, you know, we have more water in the sky. There's less air because Mars is not in Gemini and because Saturn has left Aquarius. Pluto's in Aquarius. That's air. Okay, so there's thinking, analyzing. There's enough of that. Pluto's powerful. Then we have a bunch of water with Mars in Cancer, Saturn in Pisces, and then Neptune in Pisces. And then we have good amount of Earth with Uranus and Venus. And we have a bunch of fire because we're still, um, you know, in that airy season we just started last week. So we've got a bunch of fire with, with Jupiter and the Sun and, and Mercury. And so all this, you know, we've got a nice balance of the four elements. And we look to this. We look to this because we are... Uh, wanting to balance our own life, our own energies. The sky is ruled by Venus right now in Taurus. And this is a very lovely, pleasant place for us to be. So I suggest basking in that earthy energy, being grateful, feeling that gratitude, and just feeling secure and comfortable. And what brings you comfort right now? Anything in Taurus wants comfort. So where can you find comfort? Is it is it with your nice fluffy down pillows? Is it with your cozy blanket? Is it with a good cup of tea on your patio? Is it a nice warm bath? Is it a delicious meal with carbohydrates? Because they're always comfort food. And um, what brings you comfort right now? That's the question. With Venus in Taurus, it's a good thing. The moon will go into Cancer on um, Tuesday at 6.22 a.m. Eastern Time, and that also requires comfort. Mars in Cancer wants comfort. It is interesting how this, these comforting uh, sorts of energies are present with us right now. Venus and Mars are talking nicely, relatively right now, and we are looking towards the, the stirrings of this new paradigm, and we need something that is going to comfort us in those changes, right? If you're going through something in your life, don't you want to go like home and cuddle with your cat or your blanket or something or a nice cup of herbal tea? So everything that we are experiencing in the last week, we've been through something big. Take care of yourself. Take care of your nervous system. Relax. Stay centered. Stay grounded. We've got planets in Earth wanting us to stay grounded. And you know, I, I 
urge you to be very self-aware during these times because you're going to get further with that than just ignoring stuff and just plowing through your life. Staying centered and connected to ourselves is really important right now. I feel like we've all been through something really big and it's like, glad that's over, right? It's a sense of relief, but after you go through something that's kind of stressful, like my neighbor having nightmares, you want to go do something that's enjoyable and comforting and, you know, just sensory pleasing and calming to the nervous system. So important, important to take care of yourself right now and reflect on where you've been in the last week and notice the shifts and changes that you made in your life and what you let go of and what you have been experiencing since Thursday. So that's going to give us some motivation forward. So, um, yes, the moon is going into cancer. Then it, of course it will go into Leo on Thursday, 6:31 PM Eastern time goes into Leo and that's fun for a couple days. And then the moon will go into Virgo on Sunday, 6:57 AM. So when the moon goes into cancer. We want comfort, more comfort with Venus and Taurus, moon and cancer. We like that. Mars and cancer, all that water wants comfort. Okay. Moving through the week. Then we move to the moon in Leo. That's fun, lively, creative, social. Then when we get to the moon in Virgo on Sunday, it's like calming, a warm meal, a day in the garden, something earthbound. Okay. So these are tips for the for the week ahead and Palm Sunday is next Sunday and we have um so in Costa Rica not this week but next week it will be Semana Santa and it's a big holiday here it's always the week before Easter it's not Easter so much it's the week before it's the Good Friday the Holy Thursday that all those days are celebrated here as this is a very Catholic country so they they celebrate that here and like things shut down shops the little shops shut down and this is like big vacation week everybody goes to the beach <laughs> I'll be here I'm not going to the beach because I don't go to the beach when everybody goes to the beach <laughs> so I will be here holding my post astrologically and on that note if you need any astrological support in these changing times please reach out to me thegoldenastrologer.com book online and I added a bunch of new packages this week I did and I put them on Instagram and I put them on my blog and if you are not signed up on my mailing list please go to my website thegoldenastrologer.com and sign up for uh, astrologers thoughts and I put three packages one is if you buy three Lemurian Reiki session package you get a hundred dollar discount that's a great deal so that's up on my website purchase a follow-up astrology session plus a card reading of your choice get a fifty dollar discount link here um, and if you're a new client purchase your first time astrology session and your future follow-up for a seventy five dollar discount so very exciting. If you're interested, go to my website. You'll see it on my blog page, Astrologer's Thoughts, but you'll also see it if you go to the book online, you scroll through it, you see packages and stuff. They, It's there. And you can always DM me on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, or you can connect with me on email, info at thegoldenastrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com. I wish you a beautiful last week of March. I wish you great successes 
and new awakenings in this new time we're in. New, new, new. I feel good about it. I knew it was going to be good. I had a feeling it was good to end the old and move into the good new stuff. It's always good to move forward. So take this energy and do something fun, exciting, and comforting for yourself. And we are now in the aftermath of the new, so enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Beautiful week to you. See you on Palm Sunday. And I thank you for listening. Gratitude to all.